Welcome back, dear listeners, to a special Christmas edition of the Disciples Haven. I'm your host, Jose Garcia, and today we're going to embark on a journey through the teachings of Jesus Christ during this festive season. In the spirit of Christmas, we'll delve into the timeless wisdom that Jesus imparted. So we ask our Father to bless us with wisdom and knowledge as we dive into His Word and learn some valuable teachings that illuminate the true meaning of Christmas. Amen. Welcome back, Disciples, to another episode of the Disciples Haven. And on today's episode, I wanted to try a little something different. Now, for those of you who haven't heard the real story of Christmas and what happened so long ago, I encourage you to go listen to episode 14 titled The True Meaning of Christmas. In that episode, you'll discover that Christmas wasn't really Jesus' birthday, but in fact, it was the day that Jesus Christ was conceived. And because of that conception, It's important to celebrate Christmas Day because, as it's written, that is the day that the Word was made flesh and began dwelling with man, on the day of conception. Another lesson for those wondering when does life begin? At conception. It's important for you to listen to that message because you need to be taught the truth. So please, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, please go and do so. In this year's Christmas message, I wanted to touch on a few lessons Jesus taught us because Jesus was conceived on Christmas Day. I felt it would be right to explore some of His teachings in remembrance of Him. And I wanted to touch on seven different teachings, those being the message of love and compassion, forgiveness and reconciliation, humility and servanthood, joy amidst challenges, building community and fellowship, being the light in this dark world, and prayer and reflection. Our journey begins with the foundational principle of love and compassion. Open your Bible to the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verse 39. And Jesus says, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And that's if you can, really. But if you can't, at the very least, try. Not all of us get along. Even some Christians can't get along with other Christians. Sad, really. But... If we can all practice this commandment, loving each other as we love ourselves, we can eventually see humanity and love take over. This Christmas, let's reflect on how we can embody this commandment. How can we extend love and compassion to those around us just as Christ did? As we navigate the hustle and bustle of this holiday season, it's easy to get caught up in the whirlwind of preparations, gift-giving, and festivities. But amidst the glittering lights and cheerful carols, Let's not forget the heart of Christmas, and that is the profound love that Jesus demonstrated throughout His ministry. In a world often marked by division and strife, Jesus' words remind us of the simple yet powerful command to love our neighbors as ourselves. It's a timeless message that transcends cultural boundaries and speaks to the core of our humanity. So how can we live out this commandment during the Christmas season? Perhaps it starts with intentional acts of kindness. Small gestures that ripple outwards, creating waves of love. It could be checking in on a neighbor, lending a helping hand to someone in need, or simply offering a warm smile to a stranger. These seemingly small acts mirror the love that Christ exemplified. 
As we gather with family and friends this Christmas, let's take a moment to think about those on the peripheries, the lonely, the hurting, the forgotten. How can we extend the love of Christ to them? In doing so, we become bearers of His light, illuminating the lives of those who may be experiencing darkness. The beauty of Christ's commandment is that it's not just reserved for grand gestures. It permeates our everyday interactions. It's in the patience we show, the forgiveness we extend, and the empathy we express. Love and compassion become the threads that weave through the fabrics of our lives, creating a tapestry of Christ-like character. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 14, Jesus teaches, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Christmas is often a time of joy and celebration, but for some, it can also be a season marked by strained relationships, lingering hurts, and unresolved conflicts. In the midst of the festive cheer, Jesus' words remind us of the transformative power of forgiveness. The act of forgiveness is not merely an exchange of apologies. It's a profound decision to release the grip of resentment and choose a path of healing. But this isn't about forgiving others. This includes forgiving yourself. When we sin, when we fall short and ask God for forgiveness, we need to remember to forgive ourselves. We aren't perfect and I always have a hard time forgiving myself because I am always super hard on myself whenever I fall short. But if you expect Father to forgive you, He expects you to forgive yourself because He doesn't want to hear of, of your past sin ever, ever again. As we navigate the complexities of human relationships, let's ponder how we can practice forgiveness during this Christmas season. Think about those individuals who may have wronged you or those whom you may have unintentionally hurt. In the spirit of Jesus' teaching, can we extend the hand of forgiveness, granting others the same grace that our Heavenly Father extends to us. Reconciliation, a theme deeply embedded in Jesus' teachings, goes hand in hand with forgiveness. It's about restoring broken relationships and fostering a spirit of unity. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, we're reminded, Forbearing one another and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Consider the relationships in your life that may need healing. What steps can you take toward reconciliation? It might involve humble conversations, sincere apologies, or simply extending the olive branch of peace. You know, being the bigger person. And if it doesn't work out, hey, you did your part and the ball is in their court now. Christmas becomes a beautiful opportunity to mend the fabric of our connections. The act of forgiveness is a gift we give not only to others but also to ourselves. It frees us from the burdens of resentment, allowing the love of Christ to flow unhindered in our hearts. Turning to Matthew chapter 20, verse 28, Jesus sets an example of humility, saying, Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give His life a ransom for many. As we unwrap this profound teaching, Let's step into the scene painted by this scripture. Sometimes Christians get too high and mighty in their own head. Their own ego takes over and they begin to think they're better than others. That isn't a true Christian. That isn't what Christ taught. Now imagine Jesus, the Son of God, choosing not a throne, but a basin and a towel. He came not to rule as a king, but to serve as a humble servant by teaching. 
The implications of this message extend far beyond that moment. It challenges us to examine the posture of our hearts. In a world that often glorifies power, prestige, even social status, Jesus flips the narrative reminding us that the true greatness lies in humble service. How can we embody this humility in our lives, especially during the Christmas season? It might start with recognizing the dignity in every person we encounter, just as Jesus did. Whether in our families, workplaces, or communities, can we approach others with a servant's heart? Christmas is a time when many strive to be the best gift givers, but what if we also became the best gift to those around us? Jesus' life exemplified the ultimate act of giving. He gave his life for our redemption. Can we in turn give ourselves in service to others? In our pursuit of success and recognition, humility can be the beacon that guides us back the essence of Christ's teachings. It's not about the spotlight, but about lifting others into the light. It's not about being at the center, but about placing others at the forefront of our concerns. Let's challenge ourselves to adopt a posture of humility and servanthood. Whether it's in our families, workplaces, or communities, may we echo the words of Philippians chapter 2, verses 3-4. to Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. The concept of finding joy amidst challenges can seem almost impossible. But God has shown us a way. In John chapter 16, verse 22, Jesus speaks these comforting words. And ye now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man taketh from you. As we navigate the complexities of life, don't let anything or anyone rob you of your joy. Only you can allow that. We often encounter moments of sorrow, challenges that cast shadows on, on our journey. Yet, in these very moments, Jesus provides us with a timeless promise, a promise of a joy that transcends circumstances, a joy that no external force can snatch away. Some of you may have lost family or friends this past year. Think of this. When Jesus said what he said in verse 22, here in the 16th chapter of the book of John, he was explaining about his upcoming death. He was letting them know, I'm going to die, but I will see you again. And you, my dear listeners, will see your loved ones again who have gone back home to our Father. It's easy to feel overwhelmed by the demands of life, the pressures, the uncertainties, and the unexpected turns. However, Jesus reminds us that our current sorrows are temporary. There is a future encounter with Him that will transform our sorrow into unshakable joy. This concept challenges us to redefine our understanding of joy. It's not merely a fleeting emotion tied to favorable circumstances, but a deep-rooted, enduring sense of well-being that flows from our connection with Christ. So. How do we tap into this joy, especially when faced with challenges? Perhaps it starts with a perspective shift. Instead of allowing challenges to define our experience, we can view them as opportunities for growth and transformation. Romans chapter 5 verse 3 captures this beautifully. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. 
Joy amidst challenges is not the absence of difficulties, but the presence of hope. It's the assurance that just as Christ overcame the world, we too can navigate challenges with resilience and faith. In doing so, we embrace a joy that goes beyond our circumstances, rooted in the unchanging promises of our Savior. Now turn your Bibles to the book of Hebrews chapter 10 verse 24. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, adorned with twinkling lights and festive decorations, the call to build community and fellowship echoes through these ancient words. Consider one another, the scripture says, urging us to reflect on the needs and well-being of those around us. Christmas is often a time of gatherings, a season when families and friends come together to celebrate. But beyond the joyous festivities, let us not forget those who may find this season lonely or challenging. In our pursuit of love and good works, how can we extend a hand to those who may need it most? The book of Hebrews encourages us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. This isn't just about physical gatherings. It's about the bond that ties us as a community. The act of coming together strengthens the fabric of fellowship. As we consider one another, let's be intentional about creating spaces of inclusion and warmth. Invite someone who might be feeling isolated to join in the festivities. Share a meal, lend a listening ear, or simply spend time in the company of those who may need the reassurance of community during this season. The beauty of fellowship is that it extends beyond our immediate circles. It reaches out to neighbors, co-workers, and even strangers embodying the unconditional love that Christ exemplified. In our gatherings, whether big or small, Let's foster an atmosphere where love and good works abound. Think about the power of shared experiences, the laughter, the stories, and the shared moments that knit hearts together. The book of Hebrews reminds us that as we assemble ourselves together, we provoke one another unto love and good works. It's a communal effort and invitation to collectively grow in grace and compassion. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, Jesus Christ beautifully captures the essence of being a light in the world. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. As we celebrate Christmas, how can we radiate Christ's light, bringing hope and positivity to those around us? In the midst of the twinkling lights and festive decorations, let us remember that the true brilliance of Christmas is found in the light that Christ brought into the world. This light is not to be hidden, but to shine forth, dispelling darkness and illuminating the path for others. As we gather with our loved ones, let's ponder on how our actions and words can reflect the light of Christ. It might be through acts of kindness, offering a listening ear, or sharing a message of hope. In doing so, we become beacons, guiding others towards the profound message of Christmas. As we navigate the challenges of our world, May we be intentional about spreading the light of Christ. Remember, even a small light can dispel great darkness. So let's celebrate Christmas not just as recipients of light, but as bearers of the light that transforms hearts and brings joy. Finally, we turn to Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, where Paul encourages us, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. The call to prayer and reflection is a grounding force. 
Paul's words remind us to bring our concerns and hopes before the Creator, acknowledging His sovereignty and finding peace in the act of surrender. As we approach the end of the year, let's take a moment for introspection. What are the prayers we carry in our hearts? What reflections can guide us into the coming year? In the stillness of prayer, we find strength, and in reflection, we find clarity. Let this Christmas be a season of heartfelt prayers and deep reflections, connecting us to the source of true peace, and that is Christ Himself. As we seek God's guidance, may we find comfort, assurance, and the wisdom to navigate the journey ahead. As we conclude this episode of The Disciples' Haven, I want to express my gratitude for joining me on this exploration of the teachings of Jesus during Christmas. This marks the final episode of the year, and as we approach the festive season, I want to wish each and every one of you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I encourage you to subscribe to The Disciples' Haven so you don't miss out on future episodes. In the coming year, I'll be working on a website, and you will also catch the episodes on YouTube. Stay tuned for more enlightening discussions and teaching from God's Word. Before we part ways, let's reflect on a powerful message of Christmas, the message of love, compassion, and the light that Christ brought into the world on the day of His conception, the day the Word became flesh. May this Christmas season be a time of joy, reflection, and a renewed commitment to living out the teachings of Jesus. Until next year, disciples, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. God bless.